Hello, and welcome to the Journey into Self-Discovery podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. I am Steve Sanders, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Each week, I let you into my life a little bit as I explore my own mental health journey. I'm glad you're coming along with me. I hope you're able to take something beneficial from your life or or to your life from this podcast. Um, Before we get started tonight, I just wanted to say that over the course of this podcast series, I'm going to be talking a lot about my own mental health journey, my mental health struggles, and what's helped my mental health. But keep in mind that I'm not a mental health professional. And so what I'm sharing in this podcast are specific to me. If you find yourself in a position where you need to talk to someone or need to find some help of your own, please reach out. You can talk to me and I can help you find somebody or just find somebody in your area to uh, to talk to. Um, I think as we start this podcast, just a couple quick things. Number one, it's very strange to be sitting in front of a computer screen by myself talking to myself. I know that sounds kind of strange. I've never done this before. For those of you who know me, you know I do another podcast called Let's Celebrate, uh, but that's with my friend Ryan, and so it's really he and I just kind of having a back and forth. This is my first attempt at a solo podcast, so I apologize if it gets a little weird or kind of runs on or rambling. I hope to not do that. Um... So where do we begin? This is the first episode, and I wanted to kind of start to talk a little bit about me, what to expect, and and kind of where I've come from and and where I'm hopefully going to. Um, As of the recording of this first podcast episode, I'm 41. Um, I'm old. I'm in the middle of a COVID pandemic outside. Um, the area I live in is about to get locked back down with some restrictions again soon. Overall, not fantastic in a lot of ways. And it definitely is something that a lot of us are struggling with in terms of mental health. I think a lot of us are social creatures, even if we don't admit to being social creatures. I think we want to be around other people. And so this pandemic and, and forcing us to really be with ourselves has been very difficult. It has been for me, I know. Um, So let's kind of start this off. I've experienced quite a bit of trauma in my life, and I know that does not make me unique or special, and I'm not trying to, to say that it does. I am just saying that I think all of us experience trauma through our lives. Mine came at a young age. I lost my mom. Um at a very important developmental time. I was just turning to a teenager, so I wasn't even a teenager yet, uh, and I lost her to pancreatic cancer. Uh, Of course, that threw the family into quite the the spiral for a while. And I want to credit my dad on that for really doing everything he could to keep us where we needed to be. Um... I'll never be able to to really give him the credit he deserves. So for here, I'll I'll say it here out in public, out for everybody to hear. I think he did an amazing job. Um, For myself, I struggled for a long time with not 
allowing emotions to get to me at all. I fell into depression, but depression is stigmatized, as is so much mental health, which I might add is another reason I'm doing this podcast. I think there's a stigma around mental health, and we don't want to ask for help. Having been somebody who's gone through things like that now, I think that's the crazy part. I don't think we are crazy for asking for help. I think you're crazy for not asking for help if you need it. I went a long time in a depressed state. I didn't let emotion get to me. I didn't let highs or lows happen. I tried to stay very center, very level, and I tried to not let emotions take the better of me one way or the other. So eventually, I had kids, got married. I should say that in reverse order. I got married and then had kids. Um, And I knew that things had to change. Now, I didn't understand what that meant at the time. I didn't understand that I had a mental health problem. So I looked at other things to change. I went back to school. I got an education degree. I had worked in information technology, IT, before that. I went back to school. I got an education degree. And I thought, hey, this is it. I'm going to do it. And that led to even more problems it really threw me off of what my comfort zone was. And I think that's okay to be out of our comfort zones. But at that time in my life, it put me in a place that I don't think I was ready for. So I struggled mightily with that. I fell out of teaching and back into my comfort zone in IT and actually professionally have been feeling pretty good over the last year or more. But in that last year or more, I also decided to look for help mentally. I had a good friend of mine at the time who went through some stuff on her own and kind of let me see what was happening. Up to this point, I hadn't had anybody who had ever been public about mental health. And I'm not saying she was public about it because I don't think that's true. But I definitely got to see the inner workings of struggles. And it inspired me. It really did. Because I sat there and I looked at her and what she was going through. And I said, you know what? If she can do this and make it through, so can I. And she told me once that she had survived every one of the worst days of her life. And that got me thinking that, you know, I have too. And so have you. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you have survived the worst of every day of your life. And you're still sitting here. And you're, you're listening to me right now. I'm sorry, this might be the worst part of this day. But that was my catalyst. That is what made me decide to go for mental health counseling. Up before that... I'd never had anybody publicly tell me that they were going through it. So when I decided to do it, I decided to be a little bit public about my experience. I posted on Facebook a couple times that I was going to mental health counseling. And I actually was surprised at how many people reached out to me to tell me that they were going or had gone through the same thing I was going through. 
one of my friends told me that I better buckle up because things are going to get worse before they get better. And I knew that was probably true, but I sure didn't know how much that was true. The last year has been perhaps the most difficult year of my life. After 41 years, well, 40 years when I finally started going, I finally confronted all of these problems and I confronted depression and I confronted, oddly enough, spirituality at the same time. Most of you know I'm not a religious person and never really have been. But I, just, I found a faith path that works for me um, with Buddhism. It's not going to work for everybody, but it worked for me. And the, it helped me with some of the, the concepts that I really work on every day. But specifically to mental health, depression is where my struggles were the worst. I would find myself believing I wasn't worth anything. I would find myself believing that I was the lowest common denominator among all of my friend groups, among all of my relationships I've ever had, among everything. But I didn't want anybody to know that. I had this belief in the white picket fence life. Two dogs or two kids, a dog and a white picket fence. And everybody on the outside had to see two kids, a dog, a white picket fence. But on the inside of that white picket fence where I was standing was much more difficult. The wood was rotted. It wasn't painted all the way through. The grass wasn't kept. And it was just a mess. But nobody else could see that because I didn't want them to. I needed everybody to see this perfect me because what if you see this me that isn't perfect and you hate it? and I'm a disaster, and I'm broken, and I cannot be put back together. And so I struggled with that a lot. It led me to some pretty dark places in my own life. I have done things I'm not proud of doing, and I don't feel the need to sit here and, and hash them out with myself or with anything else. I think I've done some things that I regret, I've done some things that I don't regret. I've made friendships that are absolutely fantastic. I have a really close friendship with my best friend, Ryan. I love you, man, if you're listening. I love you. Um, I try my best to be the type of person that people can come to. But I also realized that was part of my white picket fence. Sometimes I wanted to help other people so much that it was detrimental to myself. And it just, it happened. Even in the last year where I would help people to perhaps even the detriment of me. I have gone to places with people emotionally and mentally that I hoped to never have to go to. I've carried the scars out of those places, and I will carry them the rest of my life. And here's the thing. Depression or not, realizing that that may be quote-unquote bad for me, it doesn't matter. Because I would go back there again in a heartbeat. That's just who I am. And I realized that's a core personality trait that I have. Maybe a flaw. I don't know. But 
the one thing I did learn through therapy and everything else is that this change, it doesn't come easy. As a matter of fact, it almost ruined me. I can't tell you how close I came to giving up. Not suicidal. I don't think I was ever suicidal, but I was I was ready to give up on everything in my life. All of my relationships, all of my friendships, and just live my own life. I would go to work. I wanted to go to work, come home, and play video games or watch a movie. I didn't want to be around people because I didn't think anybody wanted to be around me. How could you want to be around me if I don't want to be around me? So my friend I was I was referring to earlier taught me that that's not true. That I am me and what I was looking at as bad things aren't. Yeah, I have personality flaws. And the inside of my picket fence is not painted. And it's rotting. And the grass is unkempt. But that's me. And that's who I am. I don't have to be somebody perfect. I want... I wanted, I should say, so badly for everybody to see this perfection. And that's not what I am. That's not what any of us are, guys. We aren't perfect. No one in this world is perfect. Not a single person who has ever lived is perfect. And I knew that, right? It's easy to say that logically, but but to say it and to, to really believe it is something else. I finally started to believe it. And that's when I decided I was going to be 100% open with my mental health problems and my journey through it. I posted a lot on Facebook about struggles, about bad days, about good days. I wanted people to see these things. I wanted people to maybe be inspired by them. But in a way, it was still just about me too. Because posting on Facebook and having people read those things and having people see what I was going through was therapeutic to me. I was able to show, again, remember the picket fence? I was able to show people the inside of that picket fence. And you know what? Nobody ran away. Nobody left me. Nobody looked at the inside of that picket fence and said, holy shit, I can't deal with this. There wasn't a single person in my life that did that. As a matter of fact, if you want God's honest truth, more people than ever before became closer to me than ever before. They reached out in ways that I didn't even expect some of them to reach out. I, I received virtual hugs because we don't have the ability to have real hugs right now, which is stupid, and I want to I wanna hug people. Um, I feel better on a day-by-day basis. But keep in mind, I'm not over depression. None of us are ever over our mental health problems. I am still someone who struggles with depression. I had a bout with it the other day. I don't know what brought it on. I really don't. I just know that for that day, I didn't feel myself anymore. And the depression kicked in, and I just felt it all day. One of the big differences between now and then is that I knew it was coming. I knew it was happening. 
And instead of fighting it off, instead of saying, no, I cannot be depressed, I cannot allow this depression to take over, for a little while that day, I just let it in. I said, you know what? Yeah, I'm depressed today. And yeah, it sucks. And yeah, I want to feel better. But I can't feel better immediately. And I won't feel better if I just fight this off. There's a quote I read when I was trying to learn about Buddhism and studying Buddhism. And again, as with many religions, uh, quotes are attributed to people and you don't know if they actually said them or not. But this one was attributed to Buddha. And he said, um, drop by drop, the water pot is filled. Likewise, the man, gathering little by little, fills himself with good. And so I take that kind of to mean that change inside of ourselves, whether it was that day of depression or my entire journey so far, does not occur immediately. But it occurs very slowly, like drops of water being put into a pot. Eventually, that pot will be full. It may take time, but it'll be full. Eventually, that day ended, and I started feeling better as the day went on. It didn't happen at 8.05 in the morning. It probably happened in the afternoon or evening sometime. But I felt better because I didn't sit there and dwell on it. I didn't fight it off. I let it be. I am depressed. It's okay. And so I think about it like this. I have depression. I don't see a therapist every week anymore. For a while, I was literally seeing my therapist every week. It got down to where I was starting to do better. And I started to see her every other week. And then once a month. And now it's on an as-needed basis. And I can't credit my therapist enough for what she did for me. I can't credit my friend enough for what she did for me. Between the two of them... I honestly and truthfully think that's where everything happened. And I can't credit the rest of my friends and my family for being so supportive and allowing me to explore that depression. It got dark, folks. It got bad. But I'm better. I'm not over it. I'll never be over it. An alcoholic goes to AA and stops drinking, but he's never not an alcoholic. 20 years from now, if he has a drink, he could still go back down that dark path to be an alcoholic. So I can't just sit here and say, I'm cured of depression and I'm done and I'm better because I'm not. I'm still dealing with depression every day. The difference is now I have tools to help me. Over the course of this podcast series, and I don't know how long it's going to go, each episode could be 20 minutes, each episode could be an hour, there could be some episodes that are 15 minutes and some that are 45. I could have 12 episodes, I could have two, I don't know. But over the course of this series, I really want to take that next step. I told you I was posting stuff on Facebook, and that's something. But one of my friends told to me once, told me once, it's one thing to type something or to write something, but when you say it out loud, it's entirely different. And it gives you an entirely different feeling. So over the course of this podcast, this is my next step in my therapy. It's to say these things out loud. And I'm not going to set myself a goal of 
once a week or two times a week. I could have weeks where I do two or three episodes. I could have two weeks go by without doing an episode. I'm going to try to do one every week, but I'm not going to promise that. This is therapy for me. And hopefully, through my therapy, somebody out there listening hears me talking about my problems. Guarantee you at some point you're going to hear me cry. I guarantee you, you're going to sit there and if you are struggling right now, you're going to hear me say something that you're dealing with. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to man up because that's not right. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you don't need help because I don't know. I'm not a professional. But if you're struggling like I was, I want to be the one that you hear. I want to be that person like my friend was to me where I heard that she was struggling and I heard she was doing therapy and I heard all of her stories and I said, you know what? I can do that. So I want to be that person. If you're listening to this and you need help, folks, I love you. Get it. It's worth it. It's dark. It's scary. It hurts. But it's worth it. You can't get better until you address it. So please do. There's no stigma attached to mental health. Not with me. If you want to talk to me, that's fine. I'm not a professional, but I'm a friend. The key, though, is we have to, as a society, get over the stigma. And the best way to do that is in little groups like this. I don't know. Maybe there's only five of you listening. Maybe there's only one. But if one person is reached by this podcast then it's a success. So you're going to listen to me over the course of this ep- or the, over the course of this series stumble and bumble my way through my own mental health problems and my own mental health journeys. So I want you to think about that. I want you to understand that the stigma I'm trying to break the stigma in my own little way. Because guess what? There's no problem with it. If you hurt your foot or hurt your arm, Do you go to the medical doctor? You're damn right you do. Physical health, mental health. They're both parts of health. See somebody. Get rid of that stigma. I have mental health problems. I'm not ashamed of that. And I don't want you to be ashamed of it. So that's what I'm going to try to do. And I hope over the course of this podcast series that you join me. You can share your stories publicly on my Facebook page or privately with me through my Facebook Messenger or text or call me. Friends, there's nothing in this world that can overcome us. Nothing. I know how things can seem bad. I've been there with someone when it seemed like everything was as bad as it could possibly be for them. But it's not. We can get through it together. We can. I promise you. So join me on this. Tune in. Subscribe. Talk to me. I'm not going to back down. I'm going to share everything I have because I'm not afraid of it. And frankly, this is therapeutic to me as well. So I'm going to wrap up the first episode here with that. I hope you continue to stay with me. I hope this helps break the stigma of mental health. 
And I hope over the course of this podcast series, you listen to me talking and think that you can do this too because you can. I guarantee you, a year and a half ago, I did not think I was strong enough to take on what I've taken on this last year. But I've done it. And I'm sitting here today on October 29th, having survived every worst day of my life so far. And I'm going to keep surviving every worst day of my life. Because that's just what we do, guys. And we're awesome. And you're awesome. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody tell you because you're seeking mental health counseling. You're not awesome. God damn it, you are stronger than you think because you're seeking help. If you're listening to this, say hi. Let's talk. I don't want to just talk to myself. (laughs) So send me a message. Say hi to me. All right, so thank you for joining me today. I encourage you, like I said, participate with me. Share this podcast with your friends, with your family. If you have questions about what I discussed or what you want to talk about, message me. Share them with me. But remember that I'm not a mental health professional, and the opinions I'm sharing here are specific to me. They may help you, they may not, but don't take them as gospel. They're just mine. If you need to talk to somebody, reach out. Find a good person in your area to talk to. I'll help you if you want. But in the meantime, hit the subscribe button on this. Leave a rating, leave a review, Facebook or your favorite podcast app. And frankly, I hope this becomes as therapeutic to you as it is to me. And I hope that you'll join me again for the next episode. Thank you.